We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We're here. What up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Corner Podcast. Kel Dansby here with producer Cole, baby. Shout out to Dre. He's at home uh, feeling under the weather. Yep. So wishing him the best today. But that gives me full license to act a damn fool today on the podcast. Okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on a sec. It's like someone else is not here in the room. Okay, Kel, you know, I, I know how it goes. It gets a little chaotic <laughs> a little bit. out here. A little bit. And usually Dre's here and it could be like, all right, hold on. Yeah. You know, the human hot take machine, you know, there's got to be a little containment field around. But we got, we got, we got to let you soar. We got to let you fly. But I'm a peacock. You got to let me fly. You know, we're going to see. All I know is you've been teasing this opening segment pretty much for the last five minutes. And I'm scared, to be honest. Um, You should be. Okay. Go Not on. Not really. It's a fun segment. Go on. But outside of that, Antoine behind the board. Oh, yes. Brian making us look pretty via the YouTube. Make sure you guys check that out to see our entire show on there. They are going to be chiming in today just because this isn't really an opening topic where I can just talk to myself. This is what I wrote in our show rundown for today. Just so the people know. Mm -hmm. I put, my Twitter has lost its damn mind. Can't confirm. Cole. Dre's yeah. not here, Kel. but I feel you're in touch with the culture. Um, I try. Fairly in tune. We'll see. There's this thing, Cole. Okay. It's a magical place. Not quite like Narnia, but something like it. It is called Black Twitter. Okay. <laughs> now, Black Twitter is mostly made up of black people. Occasionally, mm-hmm. cool people like yourself get what is called an invite to the cookout. Oh, okay. <laughs> That means you can come through to partake yes. in the black Twitter conversation. There's no real food. If there was, unfortunately, you're not allowed to bring food. Um, people of my ilk does not change. Like, they don't trust the potato salad sure. outside of the culture. Don't ask me why. Someone put raisin in, in it a couple of years ago. It we don't up, want that. No, it blew up black Twitter. No, no, no. Never no. to be seen again. So... This is my verbal invite to the cookout of Black Twitter. Pulling back the curtain for a second. Okay. So, Black Twitter, if, if, if this was a pie chart, 
<laughs> okay. There's, there's a pie chart of sorts for yeah. Black Twitter. All right. It's the same eight topics. Okay. On said pie chart. Okay. There's a little spinning needle okay. in the middle. Sure. I don't know. People wake up one morning. They choose violence. They spin the needle. The same eight topics are chosen at random. Okay. Completely bringing black Twitter to a halt. And it's like, you're a Marvel. You're watching the Marvel stuff, right? So, some some of it. I mean, I try to keep it. When, so, I, when I'm not living here. Yes. Um, there's these things called incursions. It's like a black Twitter incursion where everything collides, the world stops for these eight topics. I love where this so, is going. This is poetic. <laughs> thank you. So the topics are varied. Most of the time, they consist of uh, the, the hottest one, $200 dates. That's, that's like number one. If there's a hierarchy, for some reason, it's like spinning and getting 90 cents when you're on the prices right. Everyone hits damn 90 cents. No one can get 100. It's rigged, right? It's like the 90 cent spot. You always hit this. $200 dates is a constant topic. It comes up four times a year. Black Twitter goes crazy. Now, there are several other spots on this. Yesterday, Cole, and I feel... Like, we, we have uh, several guys here. We can have guy talk. Yesterday, they spun the wheel. Uh-huh. I, I don't have a good wheel sound effect, and I did not prep Antoine on the boards. But they spun the wheel. It landed. What is marriage material? I'll be more specific in a second. I am married. Antoine is married. You are not. Correct. If the people are just tuning into this yes, show. correct. Cole is an eligible bachelor for everyone wondering out there. Brian, I'm not sure. I'm not sure, Brian. Okay. Relationship, marriage, marriage. We've got a good balance here. Single. we got a good great, balance. Great balance. Okay. Now, this is where shit goes left. <laughs> so, um, okay. So, the conversation is marriage material. Okay. And then I'm just like... Those from, if you're peering in from the outside, you're just like, oh, there's many different criteria. How smart is she? How does she look for some people more superficial? Um, what kind of job does she have? Can she cook? Can she clean? Normal topics. They may be seen in the outside world. Cole, mm-hmm. black Twitter's a mess. Okay. The topic and the point of separation on if a woman is marriage material yesterday in this conversation on black Twitter was how many people are you allowing, put this, people want quotes, allowing your spouse to have been with before you is the deciding factor in which your spouse is marriage material or not. I'm not proud of this, but as many members of Black Twitter, I've gone down the rabbit hole. <laughs> the memes are stupendous. You went, you went. okay, hold on a second. The, the basis of this question is going way off the rails, but the only way I can find out more about this is to, it's Alice in Wonderland. You've That's just got to jump in. Got to dig deep. You've just got to so, find out. You did some investigative reporting course, is what we call that. The comment section, as anyone who's on Black Twitter, uh-huh. or any segment of Twitter that you're on, is way better than the original tweet. 
Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, always. Oh, ra ratio is on point. Constantly. 100%. Shout out to uh, my black Twitter members who are also pro wrestling fans. You're probably listening to the show. I forgot who it was, but shout out to the guy who went up there and put the Ty Dillinger 10 <laughs> gift underneath, underneath the thread. I popped. I couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> so, so he had a very specific number. <laughs> he expressed that. A very way. specific way of communicating yes. it as well. Um, oh, that man. was the second funniest pro wrestling one I've seen. I'll save the other for a second. Okay. It holds my point. I'm ready to pop. I, we've all been in relationships, and that this is why I need a sounding board here. Make right. sure I'm not crazy, and Black Twitter is. Okay. One, the topic's ridiculous. Two, the subtopic is, do you even ask people this? And I need people in other relationships to, like, chime in. Like, is this even a question that comes up? Because I feel like sane people don't even ask this. Like, how would one know how many people a spouse has been with? Do you ask this in relationships? You're the single guy if you're on The Bachelor. Bachelorette? I don't know which one you were. No, I, I, um, be probably, it'd be Bachelorette. Right? Okay, if you're on The Bachelorette. Like sure. Yeah, sure. Uh, well, well, here's the thing. For, like, I mean, if you're talking in an entertainment standpoint, they're going to make you ask that because they want to get a reaction out of it, right? Okay. At the end of the day, it's like, I feel like there's all these, like, there, 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 there's all these, like, trip mine things. That can, the, like, this is a trip mine question, right? It's like, what, what dimension are you, like, where is this going, right? You're, you are asking this question to start shit is essentially <laughs> yeah. what you're doing. There's like, no good answer there's not, there is not There is not sense to this question. This question is ridiculous. It's crazy. But it's like the, you know, I feel like the, 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 the meme, like, uh, like that, like matches up with this the best is when it's like, oh, like, honey, if I was like a Martian from Mars, like, would you still date me? And it's like, <laughs> what am I supposed to do with that? Yeah. Right? Like, now this is a little bit more specific, right? Like to me, like, is that something that's like on the first questions? No, I don't think about it like that. Like, who cares? Yeah. Right? So the, someone's past, someone's past. Like, shit, people, people live lives, right? Like, if the person you're in the relationship with really had a concern, it would be, it would be in, in the mind of, of them, right? right? Like, they would, be, they would be concerned about whatever their own situation is and worried about being judged. And that's how I feel like it would come up, if that makes sense, so right? So you would not ask I would not, bro, no. No, 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 I would not, I would not broach this as a, as a question. Brian, is this a question to be asked or to not be asked? So the booth! Personally, I don't give a shit. So when it comes to me, they picked me already, right? I'm already winning. Doesn't matter how many people you're with before, they all lost, right? Oh. They're gone. They're out of the fucking picture. Amen. I like the way you Me think. now. Antoine. Yeah, you know... Okay. Yeah. Oh, this, this is here we go. Okay. Antoine might be on Black Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Antoine got the burn. Well, no, there's, there's just two sides, right? So, as as a married man, right? You know, it's it's not open. It's not a discussion that you know that was had early on in the beginning. Um, and it's and, you know everybody's relationship is totally totally different. But I'll say that over the years, me and my wife, you know. We, we, we've, we've grown a lot closer and everything like that. So we, we're very open with each other. And so we're able to kind of have those conversations without passing judgment and, you know, without having those kinds of things. But, you know, I will say that, you know, my wife, um, she, 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 she can be, you know, 
she she can try to play play a little bit of devil's advocate sometimes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so she can try to try to trick you into things and try to get you to say something, try to slip up. And so, you know, and, so and, your number can't change. Your number. Can, this is what you say. Like if you said a number three years ago, right. and You mistakenly added one now. Exactly. She just like, oh wait, right? Where that extra well, one well, comes? Oh, well, sure, sure. Yeah. And so, you know, that's that's just one of them things that, you know what I mean? Everybody's relationship is totally different. But from, from me, like I said, what I'm agreeing with y'all, like for me personally, it's not a question that I, I, I would like to throw out there. But I think that, you know, hey, whatever, whatever it is, as far as I know with some women, you know, hey, that's my opinion. I think that it's more for, for women that are more tailored and more uh, will want to know that. But. All right. I'm bringing this around again in a second. But. I will tell you this. So we had no, no one here obviously cares. There's two ways you can go about this, right? I mean, we're invested now. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking two, about. Two ways to I go care. about this conversation. Uh, this is, this is the, we're breaking ground here. Both from my history and my, my nerd them sure. in, in movies and pro wrestling. So on one end of the spectrum, you can go full clerks. Okay. Which is one of my favorite movies of all time. In the beginning, he asked his girlfriend how many people she's been with. She said three. He likes the number. Rarely she'll give you a number you're okay with. So <laughs> he gets the number three. It's perfectly fine. Turns out a guy walks in to buy cigarettes. If people have never seen Clerks, I don't want to spoil it too much. But if you haven't seen Clerks, what the hell are you doing to your life? Guy walks in to buy cigarettes. He has done stuff with his girlfriend that did not add to her number. But they have fooled around. He gets thoroughly upset and says, how many guys have you fooled around with? She says, 36. He loses his mind. Right? <laughs> Wiles out on him. So it's the funniest scene if you guys haven't seen. That's one way you can go. <laughs> where you just like, she gives you a number. The number is never good enough. You're going to lose your mind because you get the number. It's still fairly low. Cool. You get the number. The other way you can go is really not give a fuck. And she pulls out like, and this was the other meme, which was the funniest. A guy said, I don't give a damn what the number is. It could be this. And then you put, if you know, you know. And it's Chris Jericho with the list of a thousand moves. <laughs> and it's just like, and my whole mind just arm bar. It's a number, number 847, <laughs> arm drag. <laughs> oh, man. The list could be that long. And I there's say, multiple ways that that, that, <laughs> that, that, that correlates because there's obviously a thousand four holes. And then there's the, the list, list of, of Jericho. Jericho. Oh, man. So incredible. And you just see Chris scrolling through the paper <laughs> in the game. That's how much the guy didn't care. So. This is this is where and this is where like the the this is where the weird intersection becomes uh, like comes of Twitter in real life. Right. Because like clearly the people who are putting the Chris Jericho memes. Yes. Right. They cannot be serious, right? <laughs> like they, well, like they are just like, they're here to fuck with people and they're here to like start shit, right? They're, they're here to escalate. They're not necessarily here to be like, here's my official answer. And I'm, I'm, I'm here for it and that's it. You'd be surprised. I've, I've legit in real life, I told this story on the pod before. Granted, we're eight years deep. The pod used to be a lot spicier than it is now, believe it or not. But I've told this story. I had a friend in high school. She was really cool. Like, cool peoples, we were just friends. We were just friends entirely. Well, outside of me being in a relationship, everything else, but it's high school. 
we were just friends, mainly because she was known for being um, very forthright and out there. And she's like, she didn't care. She did stuff safely. She liked guys. She did whatever she wanted. I remember one day, and I don't know why, she was at her house writing out everyone she's been with. And when I tell you this notebook was college ruled, and she went page one, flip, back page, next page, and paused like four lines down. And I'm trying to do the math on college ruled lines. And I was like, yo, that's a lot of fucking names. Yep. And then I was just like, she almost had a list of Jericho. So it's very possible. As I, look, I'm not. I'm, you know I am by, no, 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 no. You're, you're right, and and I'm not Lord saying necessarily that, that list is none of this is harbored. <laughs> none of this is harbored in uh, in truth. Yeah. <laughs> um, but ultimately, like this is this is a question to start shit. This oh, yeah, is just no good so like there's no, no good answer. Can we like no? What, here's the thing. I feel like there's going to be no way, like if if that's a conversation that anyone wants to seriously get into for any reason, which again, as we've all agreed as a panel, is a ridiculous topic, yes, right? Because at the end of the day, unless like, you're on Black Twitter, <laughs> well, at the end of the day, it's it's very much like a well, like what what is your confidence level in yourself? If you're that insecure about it, there that's that's a whole other issue yeah, that we're going to have to break down. That's the deal breaker on marriage you probably shouldn't be getting mad. That's that's exactly what I'm saying. Right? Like there's there is a there is a level of of containment up here that you've got to you, you got to be you got to be you got to have some mental fortitude as they would say in wrestling court. But that said, like there's going to there's just this is a perfect situation for someone on Twitter to just be like, "Okay, how do I escalate this? <laughs> yeah, and, and it comes around. I'm telling you every 4 months. It's like clockwork. They spin the wheel. This is one of the things <laughs> on the wheel. That gets me to think. Uh-huh. We've all been single men before. Many of us are not. Some currently. of us currently are. Some are. You know, Cole. At Cole on Twitter. <laughs> um, so that, that makes me wonder, what is a deal breaker oh, for someone you're looking for in a spouse? We've obviously found women that have not hit this deal breaker. Cole, you're, you're still uh, probably searching. So... I mean, when you're not stuck in here, you know, the, the dating life has to be hard. That's, when you're yeah, that's, that's the other part Yeah, that's very yeah. true. So maybe you can't podcast. Might be the deal breaker. <laughs> like, you know, I'm just, I'm tired of this shit. Like if you have a yeah. podcast, you're out. Yeah, exactly. All right. So I'm going in reverse order, finishing with myself. So Antoine, what was your deal breaker when you were single? My number one deal breaker, and I'm going to keep it very simple. And I say this, you know, for anybody. Anybody that you can be with that's not going to be as supportive for anything that you do in life, you know what I mean? Whatever goals you have, whatever it is that you believe, you know, anything like that. Any, anybody that's that's directly going to be, uh, you know, putting you down, not putting you in a, in a position to, you know, to look out for you, for your best interests. You know what I mean? And vice versa. Anybody that you're not going to be able to to invest in like that, that's that's automatic number one. That's got to be for me. That's a good one. I tell the story many times uh, around the time where my ex-wife tried to hit me with her vehicle. Around that time when uh, shit was going south, she's a wonderful person now. But when she told me, oh, stop doing like sports radio, stop trying to be a journalist, like go get a real job, work in a factory. And that was the end of our relationship. So guess I'm with Antoine. That was a deal breaker. Uh, I have others. <laughs> way, way more. It's a very good one. Uh, yes, it is. Brian. 
Big one for me, uh, kind of on the same vein of Antoine, if you're not going to support your partner or if you're going to try and change them from who they are, granted, like if they're out there doing drugs, alcoholic shit like that, you know, guide them. But if you're going to try and change somebody's base personality for who they are and get like abusive and shit about it, because I've dealt with that in college. I had an ex of mine who I wasn't a manly man construction worker like the rest of our family. Therefore, I was either uh, either gay or a piece of shit. And those are the two options. Like, nope, we're done. That's that's a huge deal breaker for me. Don't change somebody. Find somebody else. Yep. Lord knows I can't change a tire. I really don't know the how old, the like, old, the old, I call AAA. Yeah, the old <laughs> fish in the sea. It's like, look, so, so, like whatever you're looking for, it's, it's some, if that, like whatever your flavor is that month, you can find it. You may find it and not be happy with it, but those are two completely different things, right? Yeah. So at the end of the day, like you trying to force somebody to do something that, uh, you know, be somebody that they're not. I can't do none of that manly shit. Like I can't, um, my wife has like the tool set. I don't know how to use any of the tools in the house. Like I had to teach myself how to use like a drill bit because I was trying to with, like wall mount my TVs. So outside of that, that's the only thing I can do now is wall mount my TVs. And it took hours of me watching YouTube videos to figure out how to do it. But I don't know the names of tools. I can tell you what wrench is what. I don't know how to do none of that shit. I can't fix, fix a sink. I, boy, my hands are baby soft right now. <laughs> Like, like what? If I get a callus on my hands, I am upset. Nah, well manicured nails. If you guys see that, look, it could be a hand model. Like I'm in Zoolander, the guy with the hand in the case. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, and nah, I'm not doing any of that manual labor. So yeah, good job, good job cutting her off. Yeah. Oh God. Oh, I'm on the spot. Yes, Cole. I. I this holds weight, I, ladies. If you're out there looking. He, for oh Cole. God. Oh God. I just see. I. I. I, I don't. You, <laughs> Oh. Call saying it. I mean, like I, I, and, and, I, and I am, I, I've been like really, I haven't been dating anybody since in like two years. So, like, it's because I've just been like full on work mode. But I, I, I mean, like the bars on the ground, like, the bars on the ground. you could do anything. <laughs> uh, no, Kel, no, let's not, let's not encourage any behavior now. No, I mean, like, I hate to, like, I don't, I, I'm trying to figure out a, like a creative way to go, like, well, just what yeah, it's one of Brian said because those are very, very good points. I think it's just it's 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 being able to support the things that that you like, and 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 I think for me, like it's being able to like support that individuality. Like, yes, there there is a life where like you're able to come together and and you're able to enjoy things together, but also people are are doing separate things, and especially in this day and age where like you know everyone's got. Everyone's got passions. Everyone's got jobs. Everyone's got like, it's not like, you know, one person does one thing and the other person does it. We're all, we all have eggs in all different kinds of baskets, right? As far mm-hmm. as how we're trying to figure out life and how we navigate it. And I think that's the most important quality in a relationship is to be able to, you know, to be able to not just support each other when you're coming together, but also when people are going after their individual things, be their biggest fan. Oh, y'all are so nice. And like, you guys are just great humans. I'm just going to have to be an asshole. Let's go. All right, so. Let's go. But you might open, here's the thing. You may up, open up uh, Pandora's box here because you, we we may have given the soft answers. Yeah. You might just come in with a haymaker and you all hell may break loose. Cole, shit's going to go left. Let's go. All right. So one, <laughs> there's there's multiple. Okay. So one <laughs> yeah. deal breaker is if I can't touch a girl's hair. If I cannot touch your okay. hair, it's a wrap. Like where I'm, I'm, promise you, I've, it's been my thing all my life. I play with my wife's hair to go to sleep. 
So I'll like get a piece and like play with it and all this stuff. And I remember like the first time she spent the night and I was like, I have to touch your hair to go to sleep. <laughs> and then she was just like, oh my God, that's great. Cause like it helps me go to sleep and it puts me to sleep. And she was like, I tore my own hair since I was like little. I was and like, what? that's when and then, he that's knew. It. That's it. She could have had the ring that day. Um, but no, it's like a, a big thing. I remember like my ex-wife like hated it, but like sometimes she would. And then sometimes I swear to God, she got braged just out of spite. So I wouldn't play with her hair. And then- um, You're just like, what can I do with this? Yeah. And I'm just like, <laughs> I can't do anything with this braid. And then um, Cole, again, uh-huh. I will- you're, you got a seat at the cookout for this conversation. There's this thing called a bonnet. Okay. It is the bane of my existence. Cole Antoine is laughing. So I understand women like to have their hair nice mm-hmm. to keep it set. And you can't like, no one's expecting to go to like a salon every three days to get their hair done. Sure. So to keep it where it is and not sweat out and be wild overnight, they throw this bonnet on it. It's silk. It kind of looks like uh, the grandma from mm-hmm. Three Little Bears. So they put the bonnet on. I can't get in the damn bonnet. I hate it. Like, I'd rather just buy a million silk pillows. There's ways around this. But nonetheless, bonnets, not being able to touch women's hair, those things, like, really bother me. And again, we get around these things, but that bothers me. Sneak me a piece of hair out the bonnet. Just right out the back. I'm not trying to fuck up your whole thing. Just uh, back here by the kitchen. The kitchen's the spot between the neck and the, the hairline up there. So, the, the black Twitter terms are just flying right now. So... <laughs> Yes, sneak me a piece of hair there. So that's okay. a deal breaker. Sure. It's one, off rip. Now, another deal breaker mm. is I really cannot stand, and this, this is going to sound horrible, and if you know, you know, I can't stand uppity women. Like, I can't, damn, how's the best way to say this without everyone killing me? Like, I'm not a Beyonce fan. Okay. And it's for a reason. Like, like the beehive women, like that, like super stan culture, I, I can't do. And if you know uppity women, like there's, shout out to them. Like they're, they could be cool. I couldn't be with an uppity woman. Like, Are you talking about in regards to like how they view themselves or how they view other people? Both. Okay. Like if I'm trying to explain this. Do you know someone who's like super into their sorority? Oh, sure. I can't do that. Okay. All right. I got you. Like, that's like stand culture, okay. right? Like, yeah. or like you're super into the beehive and then like you have to like live the life, maybe and portray what that's supposed to be as a group or you're like a super sorority person. So like, you're real, like, we, like I can't do it. What you're saying is like, if they have invented uh, their own version of the elite Yes. And they just start having super elite. And they just start singing their own songs and no one else can sing them. And they start having super kick parties. Correct. That's that that's that's your wrestling analogy. Yeah, but with a bunch of bunch of makeup at the super kick party. (laughs) So (laughs) are you thinking it's like when one person makes one aspect of their personality, their entire personality? Like good example, like okay, someone who smokes weed. That's all they do. That is their entire personality. They are only a weed smoker. That's it. Yep. Kind, of, and kind of like that kind of vein? And yeah, everything else me to my core. Everything else is a threat. Yeah, bothers me sure. to my core where like you you just jump in on something and that becomes your persona, right? Like it's okay if you smoke weed and you're just a normal person. <laughs> but like if you're like super like you got all the merch, you know, you you only listen to reggae, like you're from Pasadena. Like you're, you're not Jamaican. 
Like, you know, like if you just go like way too in depth on shit. Yeah. Like, but even it stems from me growing up. I remember this like it was yesterday. I every year, 4th of July barbecue, shout out to all my Jamaican fam in New York. Um, all my friends on my block were Jamaican. They threw a big barbecue every year. Everyone would come. So, if growing up in the 90s, this thing was a thing. So, they were Jamaican. All good-looking people. You know, whole family's good-looking, right? But they had a cousin who lived in upstate New York in Mount Vernon who would come down. She is light-skinned, came down, kind of looked like the chick from 3LW, would come down. Her family had... A house, which in New York, if you have a house by yourself, is pretty damn good. Came down, and she was just like, I was 12. She was 14. Everyone's around like, I guess I was 13. I was 13. She was 15. Everyone's between 13 and 17. And she, you swear to God, she acted like she was 20. And then like, designer purse and all the. She lived the lifestyle of someone who lived upstate and her, it encompassed her. Because that was like her whole persona. And I was like, fam, we're kids. I was like, what are you doing? And I, to this day, I mean, you guys see me. I don't wear like name brands and like wild shit. So I'd be out there in like my flip flops and like my football t-shirt. And I'd be like, oh, what's up? She just like act holier than thou and wouldn't talk to people. I'd be like, yo, I'm not going to go spend money so I can talk to you. Like, I'm not going to go buy Jordan so I can like have a conversation with you. I was like, whatever. So uh, yeah, uppeting it. And like girls who act older than their age bother me to this day. But it's just like, yo, chill. Like, just be normal. So, yeah, that's where it stems from. Yeah, a very, very good example to, 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 to translate. It's the, it's, it's the people who are going to watch something like Sex in the City and think that that's how New York works. Yes. Like, like you go everywhere and order a Cosmo. Here's the deal. Uh, we both work uh, in media. Yes. Um, her lifestyle can no way be afforded <laughs> while she writes a weekend article. A weekend article. That's all she writes. That's it. Is a weekend article. That's it. And it's and it's and it's a dear Abby thing. That's it. That's all she and like she's getting the shoes. She's like all at all these parties. No, that's not the way it works. No. So yes. So that's that, that's I feel like that's where that kind of that's that like a that's a deal breaker. That is a stem. For me. And then outside of that, I guess I didn't have too many other deal breakers. I was, you know, I'm very fluid. I, I like people's personality and everything. The only other thing, and again, I don't care. If I take a girl out to eat, she orders, and thankfully my wife, she really doesn't mess with steak. But if she orders a steak well done, that's uh, it. I don't care what was ordered beforehand. I'm bouncing. Yeah, you're paying for. The, I mean, you're paying for the apps. You're paying for the drinks we had. I'm gone. Don't text me. Don't talk to me. Well done steak. I can't even look at you no more. Like That's, who raised you? Honestly, yeah. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I can't do it. Can't order a well done steak. Don't ask for A1. Like, well, yeah, why don't, why don't you just like- eat, Maybe I'm uppity. Eat, eat, the, you know, eat, eat the char. <laughs> like the, that's what it's, eat cardboard. That's it. I can't trust I want you. the meat and I want you to nuke the taste out of it. Dre's, me and Dre are friends. He eats his steak medium well and I'm just like- Bro, we gotta change that. Got so now he's we now he's dialed back to like medium. Okay, me, medium is respect. And, and I'll, I'll give you medium's fine. Here's the thing: I understand that it, you know, and and some of it can depend on the establishment you go to to yes. uh, purchase the steak, right? Like if it's a super duper high class restaurant, you're probably all right going like, yeah, throw that on the rare side. Like, yeah, yeah, like because you guys are probably not going to get me sick or anything like that. Sure, you go to like 
in Applebee's. Something like that. Who orders steak at Applebee's? I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. People I'm, do call and that bothers me. Texas Roadhouse. Okay. Okay. Texas Roadhouse. Sorry. Sorry. I, I couldn't come, come to By the, the way, you go to Texas Roadhouse, get the pork chops. They're delicious. Ooh. Right. I, you probably like medium is like, that's acceptable. Yeah. Like just to be like, you know what? Just cook it just a little extra. Just, just in case. Um, yeah, I know. I, 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 you know, I, that's a good one. That's a very good one. That's it. Like that is definitely one where like wh- whether it's a deal breaker or not, I would certainly like I- eyes wide open. Be like, oh, shout out to Drake who has one of the best lines, and uh, it's a French Montana song. And Drake's on it, and he's just like ordered her the fillet, told him butterfly, she'll love it. She's used to soda and nuggets. She really just out here thugging. And I was like, Drake, I know exactly the type of girls <laughs> you're messing with right now. Like. She she's used to McDonald's. You take her to steakhouse. Got to order the whole shit for her. Because if she orders by herself, yeah, you just got to leave her there. She's for the streets, as they say on Black Twitter. Yeah, no. Nah, so those my deal breakers are very superficial. I was just like that. I couldn't do it. But there's no spot for that on the wheel in Black Twitter. So mm. uh, I had to talk until about it. it was it was it was proclaimed this day. Mikel Dansby. Yes. Inserted so, inserted a new factor. <laughs> if I had a Black burner Twitter. account, I would go crazy. <laughs> Crazy odd women who order well done steaks. The last last topic before uh, we wrap it up and talk boxing. Go right. around the table again. Okay. And it's going to you first, Cole. Oh no. The worst. And this again had a sub thread on this, which was amazing. Because uh guys are really fucked up, by the way. <laughs> like, and I'm a guy, so I know this. But this thread is incredible. But I'm again no women here to ask them, so we're only asking men. The worst date, like you're out on a date experience you've had that someone has done to you while out on a date, like a singular date, what was it? Oh, God. Again, I haven't been dating, so. Um, just in general, it got to happen last Tuesday. I know. <laughs> I'm just like trying to think of like. All right. So I'll start. Uh, okay. Okay. I'm, I'm thinking. So on of one date, I remember this, never did it again. Because this legit, it may have changed how I dated from there on the rest of my life. So I was with my kid's mom from sophomore year of high school, summer after sophomore year, through when I was like 23. So that's legit like seven, eight years. Then uh, we separated and then leading towards divorce, I had to date. I was like, cool. At this time, the dating apps were dope. Just coming out. It was like two of them. Now there's like two million. So I was like, not doing Tinder. It just sounds wrong. I'm going to do plenty of fish. I feel classy. So on the plenty of fish, I go out on a date. Finally meet someone up. Meet someone. What's up? What's up? We go. She's like, yeah, we go eat. Um, If you guys are here in Vegas, it is in Town Square. uh, What's the place with all the beers? Nonetheless, I take her there. Yard house. Thank you. Go to yard house. Cool. Get to yard house. Chilling. I'm on a stool. I dress up. Cool. I dress up. I wore a vest. At this point, I was wearing vest. Like a dress vest, jeans, uh, a nice shirt. And I rolled the sleeves up on the shirt. I was trying to look snazzy. Then got my hair cut. Bunch of shit. So I go. I'm dead broke at this point in life. I legit got $48.39 in my account. So, 
never forget, $48.39. I get there. I'm just like, all right, we're just chilling. It is a first date. Cool. We sit down. She orders an ahi salad. Easy. to send a bag. Salad's $11. It's happy hour. Get two drinks. Cool. I'm up to 20. I was like, I'm just going to have fries. Y'all, I love the fries. Not that hungry. I don't like eating on dates like that. Um, unless I'm like super comfortable with someone. So I was just like, cool. Fries. I'm only at 28. I'm good. We're getting through a date. Getting to know each other. Blah, blah. I'm like, okay, it's almost time to go. She's like, no, we can't go yet. I'm like, what's up? She's like, oh, I've been texting my friend. She's coming through. All right. Her friend shows up. Sits down. Like, hi, nice to meet you. First date. Mm-hmm. Hey, nice to meet you. What's up? Yeah, my name's Kel, blah, blah. Friend sits down. Guy, bartender comes around. And I swear to God, me and this bartender make eye contact. And I just look at him like, don't do it, bro. And he, <laughs> he, he looks at me in my soul. And like, he has like the coaster in his hand. And I swear he stares me down, doesn't even look at her, drops it in front of her. He's like, need anything? <laughs> Yo, and she... I'm she, watching this happen in slow motion, orders, by the way. She orders a tall boy beer, which was respectable if it was a beer. She orders a tall boy, tall boy cider. Fucking the apple crisp cider. A shot of fireball. This is amazing. You guys have never tried this? Uh, yeah. Oh, no, they need to try it. Two more. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, shit. All right, we're we're getting into something. So, so she orders that. At this point, I was like, "Yo, I just got a drink. I'm gonna figure this out." So I'm drinking, and this time, like, I don't think Cash App was necessarily a thing, but PayPal was. So I'm texting my roommates, like, "Yo, y'all gotta PayPal me money. I'm stuck at this bar, and I'm in this cycle of now drinking." Until I could get money from my friends. <laughs> and legit call, I was stuck there for like an hour and a half. Hour and a half. PayPal, this will age me in my dating scene, wasn't automatic. So by the time I realized this, I was like, yo, it's going to take two days to get me this money. My friend bartended at PBR on the strip. Had to take his lunch. Shout out to my boy, Rome. To take his lunch. Come to town square. And give me his bartender tips in cash on some sly shit. I was like, oh, but I played it off. I was like, oh, your friend is here? Cool, cool, cool. Now, um, my roommate's on his way, so we can't leave yet. So we kept drinking. He came through. Hey, what's up? Blah, blah. Oh, you chilling with us? No, it's just my lunch break. But let's have one. Ordered the drink, slid me the money on the sly in my hand, two fifty. I was like, all right, I'll see you guys later. I'm going back to work. I paid. Had to pay him next week. Never again. One, never again has a first date ever been at a, a restaurant establishment. We're meeting at Starbucks. We're, we're meeting, like, you come to my crib, I'll cook. I need to control the scenario. I was broke for a long time. So I had to, like, control it. Starbucks, at most, it cost me $10. I don't drink coffee. So I'm going there. I'm getting a hot chocolate or water with ice. It's free. And we're going to sit down and talk. You can order whatever drink you want on this menu. I'm paying $8 until I know you. And that was... 
Yeah, yo, 250. Shout out to him. But I, I had to drink until I could borrow money and never again. Worst dating experience. And some date, dating experience with some covert ops. That was it. I think I talked to her for two more weeks, three more weeks, and it was sayonara. It was, and, and the thing was, it's like, it was going well. It seemed to be going fine. Yeah. And, and then intro, introducing the friend on the first date, that's. Fam, unless I'm dating both of y'all. That's tough. Like, like unless, this is, tough. <laughs> unless this was some situation that I was unaware of. Um, and, and we were like talking in, in terms of multiples here. Like, we're not drinking for free. Or, like, we're on a date. We're getting to know each other. Right. Like, I don't care about knowing her. No. I don't remember her name. I don't know her from Adam. Like, why do we? It, was, it made no sense. I, and at this point, we're young, dumb. Me and my roommate could do nothing but laugh about it. But it was just one of those things where I was like, the nerve of this person. Yeah. So I knew I was cutting her off, but I was like, we went out a couple more times. We're like, yeah, again, two weeks. And I was like, yeah, nah, like... I really don't like you like that. Yeah. Like, I was just like, damn sure not enough to go out on another expensive date. Like, 250 is all she got out of me. And the next date, there were two friends. And then there were three. three friends. Yeah, like, They're like, shit, this guy's paying for everything. I promise you, Cole, 250 was the only thing she got out of me. After that, all dates were like, oh, yeah, I'm, nah, I'm hanging out the house. Uh, I'm covering this fight, so I can't go anywhere. Nice. Like, you want to, like, come over and just, like, I, I got stuff in the fridge. Like, right. I can cook or... You can bring something. Um, always had like beer or wine or something. Like I got drinks. You bring food. Like we can hang out while I cover these fights and like talk. And then that was, that was it. Never again. Cool. They weren't getting me <laughs> twice. Not twice. <laughs> oh my gosh. I can't follow. I can't follow. I have nothing. I have no, I have no, like that's what, like had some covert ops, had some fucking James Bond shit. Shit was horrible. Cool. Like, <laughs> shit like yeah. That I mean, I've that. definitely just like, I, I've had dates where it's just like been like, yeah, nah, like, but nothing like, nothing crazy, nothing like. Why was it nah? Uh, well, just plenty of like, you just don't vibe with people sometimes. Okay. You know, like you think it's one thing and especially with like the dating apps too, like it can seem that way. She and ever showed up and just not look like the picture? Um, Like you just look? It was no, like, no, that hasn't, that hasn't quite happened to me, no. Um, interesting. You no, dated it, in New York. You know? Yeah, I mean, what, what can I say? I was like, I, I, I am I, I am not a player. What can I say? <laughs> that's just like, let's just get that out there. Uh, but, uh, you know, so, it, and it was just like, I was so work focused. So yeah. I have lame excuses for the, all of it. The but, ladies are going to love Cole. You're coming off great in this pod, Cole. Oh, You're going to get know. like DMs flooded. No. Again, at Coltrane. No, that's <laughs> no, quite, you know, that's quite all right. Um, but no, I think, I think also like the, the the dating apps made everything very very like very interesting, right? Because yeah. like you're not you're not meeting each other for the first time, right? So it's always it's always kind of there's that awkward moment of like we kind of already know each oh, other, yeah. right? So so then like you immediately start into like small talk. <laughs> it can be really awkward. Like it like that sounds atrocious. Yeah, like, like that's definitely experiences that 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 I had. I can't like I can't think of anything like specific, but like I feel like I've had that experience where it's like, oh, like I vibe with this person on on this app. This is cool. And like it seems like this person has some interest. And then you just get there and it's like, oh shit, neither of us know how to communicate with each other now because we've just we all the ammo's been wasted. All the good yeah. stuff <laughs> like all the good stuff that should have happened on the date happened there first. Yeah. And then you're just kind of, then you're, you're like, you get into a rhythm like eventually, but like getting through that can be, 
can can kind of ruin the experience. Yeah, that sounds horrible. Yeah, I, I I pray I pray I pray, and I'm sorry if I've let anyone down with uh, with a dramatic story, especially that of covert ops, Cal. But <laughs> uh, I hope Brian and Antoine have some stories that could pick me up here. Brian, worst dating story. <sighs> All right, <laughs> <laughs> good start. Brian's going through the rolodex. Okay, so. <laughs> He's, roll, he's he's rolling up the sleeves if you're <laughs> if you're listening on audio. Circa 2008, Ooh. Southern California, high desert, Apple Valley. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. College, me, young, Halloween, Halloween party. It's all bad. Go with a friend, best friend who I'd been close to for some time. Considered it one of our first dates. Go to a Halloween party, have some drinks, have a good time. An ex shows up. Wait, oh, okay. So your best friend, you tried to start dating. Mm-hmm. And uh, things were you, you were think, doing from the beginning. Yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> but now, the, now the now the extras, he's he's got a whole yeah. presentation. Thing, things okay. were going well. Okay. One of her exes showed up. Oh, one of her exes got okay. Chill enough guy. Uh, Brad, I'd known him off and on in the theater community. Nice enough dude. She did not want him there, so she got fucking blasted drunk. Just and she she wasn't a drinker, so it didn't take a whole lot. But her limit for blasted drunk was not necessarily like we're gonna have a couple of beers and she's done. No, it's like I'm just going to keep drinking until I'm throwing up. It's like okay, Ugh. so we're gonna take her home. Um, I get a hold of her family to you know let them know what's going on. She's okay, so on and so forth. We meet them and funny that we mentioned there's an Applebee's parking lot. Going back to Applebee's, uh, her brother shows up. And her brother is, again, one of these kind of bigger construction worker kind of guys of a, I'm a man's man. And blah, 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 old blah. Stephen Regal. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, we're in a convertible. At the time, my friend Cassie is driving us uh, to this parking lot where I will be then getting to my car. She will be going home with her brother and yada, yada. Um, she gets out of the car. He gets out of his truck and no sooner has his hands around my throat because it is apparently my fault uh, that she got so drunk because of her ex and that I was not, quote, controlling my woman. Wowzers. Yeah, as I should have been. Uh, Cassie. some weird place. Yeah, yeah, no, Cassie gunned it. Um, and, you know, thanks to the fact that we're in a car, can't keep his hands on the throat. Uh, so, yeah, my, my date wound up with her brother trying to kill me because of her actions. Yeah, everything is, out of your control yeah. and everything happening to you is the worst combination Integrate. you could possibly have. Integrate. It's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Should have pulled guard. Like if, we, if you had been listening to the corner, we could have helped you through getting choked. True. <laughs> this is a long time ago. Yeah. God, I, you know, now he's prepared. Yeah, that's now it. he's prepared. Oh God, I got connections to pull out little, now. Little, little guillotine, you know. That's it. <laughs> throw up a triangle. Yeah, he got his arms against the throat. Throw up a triangle. Yeah, yeah. Just the, the legs. Just whoop. Yo, real quick. Boom. Make him tap. Hell's Gate. <laughs> Do you tap? Do you tap? Ask him. Ask him. Do you quit? <laughs> That sounds horrible, right. man. Oh, dude, man. this is. Uh, I'm glad you guys got excellent stories. I'm really dropping the ball here. Oh my god, what happened to her ex? Did he just like appear and leave? And no, she kept no. Drinking? Apparently, he lived here. This was his roommate, his party. Oh, yeah. And she didn't. So know? she brought you to the ex's party. Oh, mm, it was the roommate of the ex. So I guess she didn't know that he lived there now. Shit, that's a setup. Man. Small oh, town, baby. Oh, no, that's no, yeah, no shot. No shot. No that's, that's, a, that's a setup. Oh, had to be. That's a setup. Oh, that was doing that's, from the that start. Is, that's, mm-hmm. that's, I mean, you got, to be you, got fair. A, you got a bad deal, Brian. You oh, got yeah, a bad yeah, deal. Yeah, yeah. I, the I, fact I, I that you made good. it to the end of the night without being choked True. is fairly commendable. True. You walked nice. into enemy territory. <laughs> Theoretically, with his girl that you're trying to now start oh, me, me and him were tight, which is the best part. Like, me and him were tight. Like, he was a good dude. Him and I had no problem. 
But yeah, but to go from the best problem. friend to the oh y'all broke up and then now we're dating. Guys are always weary of the best oh, friend, sure. Brian. Mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. it went from bad to worse real quick. Oh, yeah. yeah, you could have been choked out by like three different people that night. True, so, literally just being choked just a standard out college by one. Let's yeah, yeah, <laughs> not mad at that. Antoine, see y'all, y'all. We should have ended it on y'all story right there. <laughs> oh, that it's was, okay, Antoine. It's okay. It. <laughs> I, I've already dropped the ball. It can't be worse. <laughs> you know, I've had, I had I had a couple you know situations similar to yours actually, Kel. Um, it's always when you always when you're broke. These yeah, days, you know what I mean. But uh, you know, I'm 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 gonna go a different route with this story. Actually, it was a little bit more of a of a revenge side. So a little bit on my end, me okay. being the, me being the bad guy, I guess you can say. Oh, but but it's but it's within merit. Yeah, I guess you put it to 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 kind of justify. <laughs> sure. So there's this girl, you know, was was interested in back in my college days and whatnot. And so you know, figured you know, let's go hang out, you know, get together. And so. Uh, I guess kind of similar. She decided to to bring a friend along, and so I was yeah, like, okay, well, I know how to I know how to play this. You know, I'll uh, I'll call my brother up. I have my brother come along. <laughs> that way, we can kind of you know even the playing field. So that way, keep her busy while I'm you know trying to do what I'm trying to do. You definitely on Black Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I know this narrative. Oh man. <laughs> So you know we we get to go and whatever, but we, we we go to a, you know a little Hooters little Hooters spot, you know, just get some wings and God, it's kind of simple. In America too. Yeah, you know, just figure we have some drinks. You know, keep yeah. it simple, nothing crazy. And so my brother gets to talking to the other girl and whatnot, and and you know, I guess he's catching some bad vibes, and so you know they start getting into a little bit of a little bit of an argument, and some shit starts to go down there. So. <laughs> All right. So then they end up, uh, they're like, oh, we're going to go to the restroom real quick. So me and my brother are just sitting there just chopping it up for a little bit. And I guess somehow amongst the conversation that him and the other girl was having, come to find out, I guess they both already had boyfriends or whatever. Ooh. Somehow he, he, he was able to figure that out or whatnot. So anyways, my brother being the one, you know, we just kind of was just talking or whatever. And I was like, you know what, man, since... Since they kind of a little hot-headed, you know what? Let's lead them with the bill. <laughs> Dying and dash. Yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, Cold they went. Piece, they went. Piece work. When they popped up out the bathroom, they came back. Deuces. Woo! Was in the car. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's investigative reporting, investigative journalism, and then fucking executing a plan. That is getting it done. So, yeah. One. Free food. And, uh, yeah. One. Your brother is the worst wingman ever. <laughs> Like, yo, well, I can't well, invite you somewhere and you start arguing with the chick you're supposed to be wingmanning. Yeah. You're, you're working backwards here. But at the end of the day, he found out some very, uh, from very useful information. To quote a great 90s hip hop artist. All right. When a woman says, I got a man, you respond with, what your man got to do with me? That is the response. That's- like, That's, if you out on this date, can't, obviously, can't argue with that you logic. don't got that much of a man. Like, at least not your person. Again, if she was single, taken, whatever, that is not a you problem. The problem becomes, how is my wingman not wingmanning? Mm. Like, how? <laughs> tell your brother. Antoine, yeah. next time you talk to your brother, uh-huh. you tell him he's been brought up on this podcast. <laughs> and the entire corner club, the entire Uh-oh. fan base, Says he is a horrible wingman. <laughs> and I am grateful 
that you now have a wife without his help. Definitely. Yeah. That, that man left you out to dry. Oh yeah, and and uh, to to that to this day, you know, we we don't talk as much. Just so that you know exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like that's like you went for the hot tag and you uh, stepped off the apron. Like you just went the outstretch arm. That's, that's, that's that heel maneuver right that, there. That was it. Heel turn man, on Antoine, man. and then y'all just double heel turned on them. I mean, that started that story and said it was justified. I, I don't think you came off that D- way. Double, double, I still cross, double you, cross, triple cross. Yeah, I feel, I guess, Espion- an eye for an Espionage, eye. covert ops. Uh, we're telling you, it gets complicated out there. That's what I'm about. I should have bounced on the bill. I should have said I was going to the bathroom and just left her there. Mm. But, nah, alas, I did not. It was $250. You, had, you, had, you, you were trying to get PayPal, not, not direct... Uh, uh, the, the PayPal delayed, uh, delayed yeah, response. I mean, that's, yeah. PayPal still does that too, where it's like, I feel like there's going to be like, you okay, we'll get you like half. And then like the other half, like well, whatever we want. Unless oh, PayPal doesn't sponsor us. That's why nobody uses PayPal. Like, cause it's like, get with the program. Other, I, t- I tell you what though, this deliver money right away. Hey, you know, I'm telling you though, we've had a lot of brand drops here. You know, like anyone wants to sponsor us, like you know, hey, hey, your local Applebee's, Applebee's, come on, man, like Yard hey, House. those bonus wings, all right. Yeah, uh, I mean, Ace I kind of trashed Hooters, but it's all right, Hooters. I'll, I'll eat wings if they're free. I mean, we could also like, we could bring a better wing establishment. Just be like, hey, B Dubs, where you at? Yeah, let's do it. Wing stop. Yeah, Rick Ross. Huh. Huh. Get, let me get let me get let me get a dozen lemon pepper. Like, come <laughs> on, uh, no, yeah. So I, again, my Twitter was out of its damn mind. So thank you guys for entertaining. This was me. this was an experience. I'm glad we got to share it together. Yes, yes, I appreciate it. Uh, everyone listening, before we go to the break and talk boxing, Cole is single at Coltrane. Oh my god! You, could, you know, have anyone jump Good in the DMs? God, you know, no. a nice lady out okay. there. If you're part of a corner club and you know oh, somebody, god. hook up Cole. Uh, he's a man who travels. He's often in Austin, LA. Don't worry about it only being in Vegas. If you have women out there for Coltrane, he is a nice looking guy. Look at that hair. Look at that man bun. This beard is luxurious because he beat me in the bet. and Didn't have to shave it. He is an avid sports fan. His sports teams win. So like that's They good. do win. Yes. There, There is a culture of winning. Yes. Um, that is uh, that is clearly apparent. Um, plays a lot of video games, but don't don't let that deter you. He has plenty of time, <laughs> plenty of time for a new relationship. <laughs> I like how so, you were like, ah, oh, games, right? <laughs> you know, he's a great dude. Listen, you know? I gotta tell you, I'm a better wingman than Antoine's brother. I tell you that much. Yeah, well, I, yeah, no. You, as long as you just come out and just you have to be, you have to play the Paul Heyman advocate. Ladies and gentlemen, my client, <laughs> producer Cole Bay. Yes, that's that's how we're gonna do it. That's how your first date is gonna go. Trust me, I won't leave you <laughs> high and dry. I'll have a shirt that just says I'm a Kel Dansby guy. Yes. There you go. Perfect. Let's hit the break. We're gonna come back and wrap this up talking boxing, which is what we should have been talking about this whole time. Don't go anywhere, be right back after this. All right, everyone, we are back. Time to talk boxing. This is a boxing show? After a very entertaining opening segment. uh, (laughs) Brought to you by Black Twitter. (laughs) Brought to you by Black Twitter. Bring it all full circle. I I will say I was very proud of my Sex in the City reference just because I was like, all right, if we need, okay, Black Twitter, we need the translation. Here you go. Sex and City. (laughs) Let's let's bring this in. And there we go. It just makes all, it makes all the sense in the world. Dating a bunch of Samanthas. Oh, my Lord. 
it. <laughs> so, um, now shout out to my wife who makes me watch every Sex in the City episode. Not currently, it's now Grey's Anatomy, which mm. isn't as bad as I thought. Still not as good as House. Still not oh, as good as God, like. That's not even on the same level. Yeah, no. I mean, House is one of the best shows ever. Yes, incredible. Gregory it's so House. good. Yeah. Gregory House is like my hero. Made me go into nursing and like into nursing school. Right. Yeah, at Gregory all- House. Uh, and, and Olivia Wilde was on that show. So she was. So, so <laughs> as Cole now tries to uh, get his own dating life. I mean, not, that that that's been a pursuit that's been uh, that's been long documented. Let's Olivia Wilde. Oh yeah, yeah. Always. She was like you're Sasha Banks. Yeah, uh, yeah, hundred percent. She was Bay. Yeah, yeah, and, she, and still is. Okay, always will be. All right, damn it, we're supposed to talk boxing. Sorry. Real quick, real quick around the table. Oh, hey. All right, who is like. Mine is from when I was like super young. Who's like your eternal crush? And I'm I can go first because I think we know Coles, but Coles can follow it, it up. It, it is Olivia up. Wilde. 100%. It's Olivia Wilde. Hundred percent. Like oh, always will be. Yep. Mine is Topanga from Boy Meets World. Oh, okay. That's that's good. My fantasy football teams are named Mister Topanga Lawrence. Yep. Is the name that, of my fantasy football. We've team. talked about this before. Yes. That makes yes. That does Topanga, and she is a wrestling fan because her husband. Was like a really? WWE writer, and then uh, he's no longer, but he's still a wrestling fan. And she's like a super big indie wrestling fan. So she shows up to a bunch of wrestling things. She was at AEW last year. How do we so, get her on the show? Please, Cole. Okay. Please, we have to get Topanga on the show. Copy that. I'm yes. I'm on it. All right. Topanga TL on the show would be amazing. Brian, who's your eternal crush? Jessica Beale. When okay. I was a kid, Jessica Beale. Jessica Biel, fun fact, uh, I went to Boulder High School. Uh, Jessica Biel is a graduate of Fairview High School, which is the school right up the street in Colorado. Really? Yes. Like your rival? Is yes. Like your rival yeah. school? Yeah. We don't like Fairview. But What's the mascot? Uh, oh, what was Fairview's mascot? We were the Panthers. Were they the Knight? Oh, God. I'm going I'm to look this up. Okay. Look this up. Look this up. <laughs> All right. So Jessica Biel, not too far away from Cole. Look at that, Brian. He's had eyes on your woman. That's not what I said. I was just pointing out a simple fact. Thank you very much. Antoine. Miss Megan Good. Ooh. There you go. Since the days of Cousin Scooter. That was a... Listen. She has looked the exact same since then. She does not age at all. I think she just became single again, too. I think she was with, like, a pastor or something. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, don't have your wife kill you. I need you on the boards. Your wife's going to be like, listen, someone told me about this show called The Corner, and you were on it, and you know everything about Megan Good, huh? See? Wasn't she in, like, Why Did I Get Married or something? She was in one of those. Yeah, I think she's in, like, two of those movies or something. Yeah, yeah, she's in one of those joints. Fairview was like the Knights or something. They suck. <laughs> they suck. No, I'm, I'm, I'm actually ashamed I brought that up. Go Panthers. <laughs> Purple and gold. Purple and gold. Yeah. Oh, like your favorite team, the Lakers. Anyways, so right. we were talking so about Boston. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this week's been I walked right into that one. Hello. <laughs> interesting Woo. week this week in boxing. Sure has been. Not because of the fights, Cole. Oh, anything but fights. Jake Paul, Tommy Fury was all but a lock last time we talked on the show. Finally happening. Tommy Fury is going to get on a plane. He's going to go to New York for a press conference. Time Fury never got on that plane. Jake Paul believes all he had to do was figure out the visa issue. Famous words, go to the embassy. 
We fast forward. Tommy Fury has not gone to the embassy. Jake Paul gives Tommy Fury a deadline. Surprisingly, sticks to this deadline. Tommy Fury comes out today and says, well, if you fight me in a neutral country, we can do it. Jake Paul says, let me get through August 6th and we'll talk. Is there any way in hell they could try this for the third time? Or is this Habib versus Tony Ferguson and we just got to get past? Fool me once. Jamon, fool me twice. This is not happening. This is not, no. This, it can't. Did Tommy fumble the bag? Yes, yes. Tommy fumbled his one chance of being relevant to like the grand masses. Jake Paul, people know who the Paul brothers are. They're on another stratosphere of popularity. Whether you like to admit that that kind of YouTube clout matters or not. Like, I'm so, like, the only reason people recognize Tommy Fury is because of his last name. And it wasn't him that made that last name famous. To be fair, I think he was on Love Island. He was on Love Island. But like I, I don't watch Love, Love Island UK, but But Love Island is also like that's such a that's such a niche. Yeah, like, people know Molly, Molly something is his wife. I don't I don't know, but he was like a love story on Love Island. I, I, I and there's like, you know, is it is it the Bachelorette? No. Not in the States. No. So maybe in the UK, maybe he's a bigger deal than I I might be I might be I might be downplaying his his <laughs> it's not his, YouTube fame. His his stardom in the UK. My point being though that the Pauls are international. Yes. Like people know who they are. Where else is he going to get a payday like this? In what other fight? Like he fought his last fight was on was on uh Tyson Fury's card. Yep. I can't imagine that fight got him any close to the, anywhere close to the purse that he would have been getting for this fight. No, he's not I mean this fight was almost 2 mil, right? So there's one fight he could take. They get him pretty damn close mm. if he negotiates correctly. He could fight KSI in the UK. I think they could do Wembley. And KSI with the Paul connection and everything. If he could beat KSI, he's right back in like the equation. But mm-hmm. KSI is really not a pro boxer, so then it kind of looks like a side show. Yeah, I mean, I, I could see that as a pathway forward. But I And think- if you show up for that fight, Maybe people say, fool me a third time. I think I think maybe some of that depends on Jake Paul's success or failure as well. Yeah. I think because, uh, and, and we'll get into who his, his next opponent is, but like if he wins that fight, like why would he look back at that point? Then at that point, he's he's going to be like a, a fight with a Tommy Fury is a, he's punching down. Yeah, it's a downgrade. Yeah. What, even if he beats KSI, because again, KSI, not on Jake Paul's level. No. Jake Paul, like, say whatever you will, took a guy who was in the UFC, a UFC champion. Champion. And knocked him clean the fuck out. Nighty night. Yep. Starched him. That is, that's, that is, that is, to whatever level it is, it is a form of credibility that he has. Yep. So. I mean, beat the hell out of Ben Askren. He did, he did also. Well, no, no hands, right? <laughs> like, I'm not trying to say Ben Askren had hands. But the man had a belt in like three different promotions. Yeah. He was undefeated until he got to the UFC. He has taken a punch in his life. He's he's also taken a knee. Yeah, yeah. Took, you know. took the most famous knee. He's, he's, he's taken the most famous knee. Yeah. But just being able to do that is, is deserving of something. I'm just not sure what. It's sure. Maybe deserving more of, than fighting Tommy Fury 
And the one thing Tommy Fury had was Jake Paul needed a boxer. Correct. Needed a boxer. Well, who'd he get? Now, Haseem Rahman Jr. When I sent this to you, <laughs> you were like, a blast from the past. Whoa. Haseem Rahman is honestly known for one fight. He had a great heavyweight career. Yes. Known for one fight. Yes. B. Lennox Lewis. Cool. He has sons who fight. They're from Vegas. Like, they've lived here. Um, I coached one of his sons in football when I coached at Durango High School. Back, back, back in the day. So, I see Rahman Jr. He's been boxing. Tons of amateur fights. 12-1 and one in his pro career. He's fought one fighter with a winning record. That was last April. Um, Morrison's son. Tommy Morrison's son. Oddly enough. It was like son versus son. Got some WWE yeah, booking going yes, on here. Lost by TKO. Some, some legacy stuff. Got stopped. Gets the Jake Paul fight off of that loss. People are saying, well, Jake is fighting someone better than Tommy. He has a better record. Maybe. I would say Rahman is better. But how much better? Like, he faced a test, relatively, and lost. Now we go deeper into the scenario. He served as the Paul Brothers sparring partner several years ago. I think it was mainly for Logan. So like Logan was preparing to fight. But of course, Jake was in there. Him and Jake got rounds in. And Jake posted a video of those two beefing like in the gym. And he's like, this is long overdue. But there's TMZ videos two months ago where he's like, yeah, Jake is going to knock out Tommy Fury. So I'm not sure how real that beef is. Mm -hmm. And then, on another layer under that, it's short notice. You have Hasim Rahman Jr., who, like his father, campaigned at heavyweight. The lightest he's ever been for a fight is 221. A year and a half ago, he weighed in as heavy as 269 for a heavyweight fight. The weight for this fight is 200 pounds. I'm not a mathematician. Uh-huh. Nor a dietitian. Sure. It seems like a lot of weight to cut. What are you, 20 pounds a couple weeks? What are you talking about? Yeah. On short notice, a month, they get down to 200 pounds. And then fight. So I expect him to be bigger considerably than Jake on the fight night. But cutting down, it's the old Mayweather trick. Like, you're, you're great, but I'm going to drain you. And let's see what you have left. There's no, no better equalizer in combat sports than a weight cut at all. So how big of a win would this be for Jake? Well, I feel like, and, and, and the emergency opponent is something that, that you and you and Andres were talking about. Yep. Um, you know, just, just when this story kind of started popping up of Tommy not, not being able to get into the country and, and not going to the embassy and all that stuff that this, this, this became very real as soon as that, that stuff happened that, Tommy was going to fumble it again. <laughs> How much does this mean? I mean, I think, I think as far as boxing credibility, it's it's right around the same level that I that I think with 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 Tommy Fury. At the end of the day, like you said, what was Tommy Fury bringing to the table that Jake needed? He's a boxer. Yep. Okay. The other name that's been brought up on the show, Luis Cesar Chavez Jr. Yep. He's in rehab. 
That's why so, he could not take the fight. But that's that's the same thing. Like, right? I mean, this is a That's guy, a different level. That's like, at least he's a former champion, like a legit champion. Fair, fair. Obviously, like, coming off, like, off the recent results, right? Yeah. And Silva, obviously, like, we all agree. Silva's just, uh, he's a maniac. Yeah. You don't want to get the fight. But he also lost to some guy, random guy in, like, Mexico. Right. So, so yeah. So, oh, like, you know, I guess, like, the, the over-the-hill term kind of comes up over there, right? Where, like, there was a prime at some point. Um, no, I think this accomplishes the same thing for Jake. Like this is, this is a fighter. If he wins this fight, he can still say, Hey, I beat a real boxer. What are you going to say now? Regardless of like, all right, this guy's record is what it is because in boxing, as Dre likes to say, like there's, there's cab drivers, there's bus drivers. Like there's, there's people out there yep. like that, that <laughs> are, if you want to fight, you can find a fight. You, they, you can find, you can sanction a fight. In a, in a state where it doesn't matter, it, that, that shit happens, right? Yep. So I think, I, think, I think the thing that this fight loses from, from this is the fact that there, there is a feud that's been built up between Jake and, uh, and Tommy Fury, right? Yeah. And it all starts with like when he's got, um, was the, was the robot, was the robot, which press conference was that, that he brought the, uh, he first brought the robot out? Was that before his, his fight with, um, for Woodley? Woodley. Yeah. yeah. Like, but I even feel like then, like, I feel like before the Woodley fight, like Tommy Fury's name was being mentioned, right? Definitely. It was Tommy Fury making his US debut That's right. on that card. That's right. So they were setting him up to be the next guy because Tyson Fury, like they well, oh, right. And then Jake what, was just saying shit on Twitter, I think, and Instagram. And then Tyson Fury was like, yo, my brother would knock you out. Right. And then those two went back at it. And then Tommy jumped into it. So Tommy went to Cleveland to fight on Jake's card. And then they both fought on the same card. Tommy fought Jake's sparring partner or whatever and barely got like a decision win. And then Jake was like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Tom- and 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 then on top of that, yeah, the wood, the second Woodley fight, he came out with the with, didn't he kind of have the Union Jack on his yep. uh, on his uh, on his ring attire? So because I guess he had it made, and then by the time the yeah, fight fell this out, could, and like, then didn't he have it like this could have been you or something? Yep. Like, he had some. The thing is, there's beef, right? There's story. There's something going into that. There's something that at least like from a narrative perspective is going to drag you in. And pro wrestling talk. This is just another continuation of that story. If everything is pro wrestling. Everything is pro wrestling. This is only makes it bigger. Correct. So that's what this fight's missing, though. It's it's missing some pro wrestling. It's missing that extra gear that's going to and and you can already see like they're in emergency mode trying to t- trying to sell this fight, right? Yep. They're trying to manufacture a beef that's not natural. There is natural beef between Tommy Fury and Jake, Jake Paul. Paul. Yep, hands there, down. It's 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 natural. For God's sakes, we're trying to change this guy's name to uh, Fumbles. Yes, Tommy Fumbles. Tommy Fumbles. You, well, you can't do that. Uh, Hasim Fumble. You can't do that, no, right? It like have the same uh, ring. no. So this is going. They call to... him Hasim Rahman earlier, though. Oh, of course. That... <laughs> Just... Like, but like at the end of the day, like that. That's not the like from a booking perspective and from a selling perspective. This hurts. Oh, again, Th- this this hurts the. This hurts the credit, like the, not necessarily the credibility of him as a fighter, but this is going to hurt his numbers. Yeah, it and, hurts and the bottom line. Hurts the bottom line. The Woodley rematch did not sell well. That's no secret. Like people didn't want to see that again. They didn't believe it. They didn't buy it. Then people thought he took a dive. This needed to sell. 
for him to be a pay-per-view star still, this needed to sell him. I don't know if, I mean, their presser is next week, but I don't know if this is going to be good enough. No. And, and then at that point, like, at that point, you almost have to, you have to accelerate the pace. Like, if you win, if you win this fight, got to come right back. You got to come right back. You got to, he's got to get back on that horse where he was, he was on that four fight schedule a yep. year. And that's where Tommy Fury comes in. Like, hey, we got to set some shit up in the UK. Like, we, we got to do something where there's no chance of this falling. Cause I, cause I've got to fight. Yep. I've got to fight to just like stay relevant. Like, he's cooled off. Like, since, since, uh, yeah, since I mean, even like the Woodley fight was the beginning of the cool off process, but he's, he's cooled off a little bit and yep. he needs to, you know, he needs to get in that space where he's able to remind people of like, okay, this is a show. Yep. For and the this, first this is a, time. This is a spectacle. For the first time, he's dependent on his opponent. Yeah, 100%. He's not selling the show by himself. This is not Nate Robinson. No, he can't He can't do that anymore. No. So we'll see how that leads for him. Next week, we'll have more to talk about because they'll have the presser in New York and we'll see how they're trying to sell it and sell this beef. On the other aspect of things, we had Clarissa Shields, Savannah Marshall press conference face-to-face for the first time in the UK. That fight goes down September 10th. And all people are saying online is Savannah Marshall looks shook. First off, Clarissa came out drip. All the titles, two gold medals, stood in her face, mean mugged her. So what people, I think, forgot is Savannah Marshall has power. She has skills. I'm not sure if she's Clarissa or not. We'll see. Get in the ring. She's never been in an atmosphere like this, and Shields has. And I think that press conference was the first taste of, holy shit, this is big. Yeah. And it's a different world when you're the main event. It's a different world when you're in front of, they're expecting 40,000 in the UK. She's never been on that level. It's like people when they used to fight Connor. Even the best were just like, shit, this is a different atmosphere. I've never seen anything like this, and they would crumble. So I'm interested to see how she prepares for that now. She got a taste. But fight week in the buildup, you can't stumble over words. You can't look like you're, you're thinking or you're nervous. Like, that's all going to carry over. You have to know how to be at that main event level. Um, and I, I'm not sure. I mean... Michaela Mayer and Alicia Baumgartner, they've had big fights. They've main evented title fights. They're, they, and they're in the co-main of this fight. I think they're both ready for that big level, and that's going to be one hell of a fight because mm. Michaela Mayer crushes people with volume, and Baumgartner crushes people because her one-punch knockout power for that division is crazy. So it's one of those things where it's like, man, I can't wait to see how that plays out. And, Savannah Marshall, out of the four of them, kind of looks like the fish out of water. Yeah, it's, uh, again, it's like, it's one thing to jump into, to jump into that arena with that kind of hype and that kind of buildup, but it's another thing when you know it's not your hype. Yep. It, it, is, it is like a playoff game and you're going on the road, and if, and if you're not used to those hostile crowds, you're going to get buried. Yeah, shooting 0 for 13. Yeah, exactly. And you just and, and and every miss you've got, you, the crowd is letting you know, oh, you missed, you stink. Like this is this is yeah, this is this is step up to the big time. Like their journeys couldn't be, you know, they they you know they intersected at one point and then they went their separate ways, yep. and here they are back. And one person became an ultra superstar out of this, and Clarissa Shields is is all that. 
Yep. And it's not just her work in the ring, but it's her personality too. Yep. She doesn't take shit from anybody. So, and, 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 and it's, the accolades back it up. One, and it's one thing to be ringside, start shit. Like now this is the real deal. Like yep. now this isn't you, like, this isn't histrionics anymore. Now, now it's getting real. And I think that's, that's a, that, that was clearly a, a tough set, uh, like a tough moment for her to handle as far as, 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 as seeing, like just seeing all this hype around it. And she's going to be, she's going to be on home turf, but I don't think it's going to matter. I don't think it's going to matter at all. Because again, the hype is who's coming in. The hype isn't home, home court. It's, very, it's a very weird thing. And like, she'll get that support when fight night starts. People will cheer for her, but like Clarissa don't care. She's no. just not, she's, she has, she has tested herself constantly, multiple divisions, other sports. Like she's not phased by anything. When people say like, all right, you know, Savannah Marshall has the most power Clarissa has seen. She can't handle that power, all this stuff. It's just like, look at who Savannah Marshall has fought so far. Mm-hmm. She's fought no one the caliber of Clarissa Shields. Right. Not one. And then we're just talking pro career. You look at who Clarissa Shields has fought. I might find three people on her resume better than Savannah Marshall. She's fought Francine Cruz Desern. She fought her in her second fight. Francine is now undisputed champion. Yep. She fought Christina Hammer, who's amazing and was great rolling at that time. Couldn't do shit against Clarissa Shields. She has proven that she has fought people this caliber, if not better, and neutralized them. I have not seen it from the other direction. So it's going to be interesting to see, like, how is the great equalizer? But we've seen you have to be willing to throw. You have to be of sound mind. You have to be calm and everything has to click. There's so much more than just having heavy hands, right? Punching takes so much more than that. It's so mental. Mm-hmm. And you have to be present to do that. I'm not sure if she's going to be able to. There's, there is, a, as they say, it's a sweet science. There, yeah. it, isn't, it isn't just go in there and toss hands. And Clarissa has been it's just her, her game is so varied. Like she's tried everything and she's just, she's shown like win, lose or draw. It doesn't matter. I'm going for it. Yeah. I think she's going to stop her too. I think, yeah. I think Clarissa is proving a point. I think she'll negate it for a while. Make sure the power is not crazy. Take her to deep waters. Six, seven. Yeah. Round. One of those late round stoppages. Drown her. Yeah. And just let the hands go. So it's going to be fun. That's going to be a hell of a weekend. UFC has a pay-per-view that weekend, too. I'm going to be tired that weekend. All you guys are going to be tired this upcoming weekend because it is NBA Summer League. It is NBA NBA Summer uh, League, yes. So we're going to get out of here, not to hold you guys too much. I appreciate you all for chiming in on what was a very fun show. This was a great panel. Shout out to Brian and Antoine, who are always holding it down in the control room. Yes, and producer Cole, Bebe, for sitting next to me again. Wishing Dre best of health, get him yes. back soon. And then shout out to everyone, Blue Wire, the network, Blue Wire Studios here at the Wind Resort in Las Vegas. Make sure you guys follow us on social media at Corner Podcast underscore on Twitter, Corner Club for Life on Instagram. Check out our YouTube, tons of videos, all of these. Brian does a lot of work to make us look great. Make sure you guys watch those videos on there. We have a ton of interviews still rolling out, which are going to be great. 
did a lot of stuff at UFC X. Yep. Amazing interview with Bianca Belair mm-hmm. as well. Still on the way. Sean Rossap interview. Oh, still coming. So that's, that's going to be a good one. Oh, man. So much good content. So trust plenty to come from the Corner Podcast. Until then, though, it's been great. You guys stay drama free. Stay off of Black Twitter. Unless you got unless you got enough time, uh, you know, to jump in these conversations. We appreciate you all. Till next time, we're out. Baby!